face with MJ and Dolph. Let's go! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Game Face with MJ and Dolph. Our hey, you got it right that time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No more messing up on this one. <laughs> uh, it's our post-draft show. We're going to go over some of the surprises, whether they be good or bad, um, and how, how we saw certain parts of the draft. Obviously, we're not going to go through the entire draft. This is not a six-hour show or an ESPN special. Plus, like we promised you guys from the beginning, this is not going to be the sports update desk. We're going to give our opinions. We're going to talk about some stuff, and we're going to keep it rolling from there. So I'm going to open things up on this one, and we're going to start out with my first one. And it's coincidentally one of the guys that I picked on my on my top three for the pre-draft show, and that would be B. John Robinson. Fantastic pick for the talent. This guy, in my opinion, is going to be better than Saquon Barkley. He's got all the tools at Texas. He was not only the best running back on the roster, he was also the best receiver on the roster. And the guy can do whatever it is you want him to do. He can put his head down, run through you, catch passes out of the out of the backfield, uh, line up out, like a wide receiver, and also just pound the line, go through it, or make a make a quick jump cut and take it to the house. So great pickup for me. My only question when it comes to the Falcons is they have so many other needs, so many other needs. The Falcons led the league last year in rushing attempts, were third in in rushing yardage but have no receivers. They traded They traded Calvin Ridley. No receivers. That's why they can't get their, their star tight end to do anything right now because there's nobody else to, to throw the ball to. Okay, so say the last part again. Like, I want to hear you say it again. Say, say you're, you're wondering why they took a, a running back that is an amazing receiver, but you're just saying that they don't have any targets. Well, no, because you need, the, you need help on the outside. Because okay. their running backs were perfectly capable of catching the ball out of the backfield last year. And obviously okay. their rookie running back set a record for the for the club running the ball. So you're, you're trying to fix something that's not broken. Yeah, you're upgrading in a big way, but you're a trying huge to fix something way. that's not broken. A yeah. huge way. That's the thing. We both know that a, a solid running game opens up an amazing pass game. So when you're oh, looking absolutely. at it, if you can have a Ezekiel Elliott when he first came out, Something like our Ladanian Thomas when he first came, like these these there. amazing backs that just this guy has the possibility of being that guy. He really oh, does. Yeah. Not possibility. He's gonna be that guy. Okay, He's gonna be that guy. So the, I have a problem with like believing that running backs are gonna take it because not many of them go out first day and and can be, make a huge impact. And I don't know if this guy's. Gonna, he looks like everything that you look at, all the intangibles you're looking for in a running back, and the way that he runs, and that you watch his tape, everything looks great. But this is the NFL. They're bigger, fast. How many first-rounders are they playing against when they're in college? One, two a year? You're well, playing more, a lot of More to the point. More to the point. He's coming out of the Big 12, mm-hmm. which means the offenses are great. The defenses are just kind of decent. Exactly. So – he yeah. can run right through. If he was an SEC and he was doing what he did, I could see he'd have a little better leg to stand on to me. Well, I I, I still see it there. I do. Um, even when uh, when Saquon came out of college, it was the Big Ten and it was a soft Big Ten at that point. But you could see the intangibles. You could see everything that he was going to do. I mean, the guy just simply is is an absolute stud. But he's on a mediocre team. What I worry about is this going to turn into Saquon Part Two where he's the only guy they can re- that they can rely on and they're just going to run him into the ground. I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, but when you have questions like they do at quarterback, when you need corners, when you need wide receivers, 
they, I mean, they gave up a ton of pass yardage last year. If they weren't first, oh no, no, excuse me, excuse me. Off the top of my head, I know that they were top, they were bottom ten in the league and giving up passing yards. Yes. So that's not just a defensive problem, or else the the rushing would be there too. Just everybody knew they could throw the ball on them. So I love the pick. I love the pick. If they can build around him, this dude is absolutely a building block, a cornerstone. But there's a lot of other places they could have gone to improve this team more adequately at that moment. I, I agree. Every team has holes like that. To me, he was probably one of the best available at the time anyway. Oh, yeah. And he needed to be picked up. The, the Watching these amazing running backs drop the like we have in the last, what, 10 years? into the yeah. second and third rounds when these are like premier num like stars and they're not get until you start seeing a run, nobody's taking them. Like it was the craziest thing I've ever seen before. It's, it's a huge, especially to get these people young. Like if you, if you're going to have not many backs, make it to 10 years, let's be real. It is yeah. a hard hitting every, every down you're getting beat up, whether you're blocking because you're blocking a defensive end or blocking inside to a tackle. Either way, you're way out outclass there like as far as the per like you're a chop block these people just to try to help your 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 quarterback so you're getting hit beat up every single time yeah to have the first five years of someone's career that is a premier back in a franchise player to me is worth a first rounder and i understand what you're saying about they, they have a lot of their holes they have the first five years of this kid's life in the nfl to get good and to get him to the promised land and under control on a cheap contract, which is another problem with running backs because they've devaluated the position so much. Yep. And with the franchise tag, you can hold on to these guys. Six years and in. Sometimes yeah. it's not even Seven. worth it to give them a second, a second big contract. It's just not. Yeah. yeah. They'll start. The, I, I hope they start sitting out like like we've seen in the, some, some in the past have done. Sitting out and not letting these people do this to them. Because well, they the put their. Well, that's not going to work for running backs. That's not going to oh, work for running backs. That's why Saquon didn't sit out. Because there were so many good backs so deep into this draft that they'll just pick somebody else up and keep going. They don't have to give you the big contract. Remember, it's a passing league. When's the last time a running back won the MVP? When's the last time anybody other than a quarterback won the MVP? It's yeah, I get that. Yeah. It has. Which okay, is stupid so because there's some serious MVP players out there. I, I agree 100%. Who's your first guy? Um, I'm going to stick with where I was at in the draft because I, these, these three players have enthralled me from when I did my research and everything. Oh, fancy enthralled. Wow. Right. You like that? That's a $10 word. Like like Digging it. it, right? Um, I mean, it's Saturday, man. I'm off. It's good. Um, <laughs> so my first Anthony Richardson, um, what did he go? What he went second, third place. Geez. I had, I had this up. I closed it. Let's see. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. He went to the Colts, though. Yeah, he did. Yep. Uh, sorry, I had this up and who picked That should have been number order. four, if I remember right off the top of my head. Uh, yes, number four, Anthony Richardson. And to me, he has everything that anybody should ever be looking for in a, in a, in a quarterback. And a running back, for that matter, but... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but for real, like he has everything you're looking for. We've, we've already talked about that he needs to sit. He needs to mature. He needs some experience. He needs this. He needs that. Blah, 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 blah. I think he's a phenomenal athlete as a whole. He has all the intangibles that you want out of a quarterback. 
and there's such a good possibility of what he can be. And he can sit for a year behind Gardner Minshew and be okay. I know that you're not a big, you weren't a big fan of this, this pick, especially this high, because you think that he would probably be a mid to late first rounder. And in, in most places, I, I would agree with you. I just think there's so much upside and so much there. You can take a fourth for a fourth, a number four pick. And I think you're, you're still going to, you're going to pay him a little bit, but you're protected. And I think that he can be the guy and you, it's good. I think I like the pick. What do you think? Well, get ready because he's not going to be sitting. He's not going to be sitting. This head coach um, has, has visions of Jalen Hurts in his head because obviously he helped develop him. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson is going to start out training camp as the number two quarterback, and he'll quickly elevate. Just because he has he has potential, he'll end up starting very, very early on in his career. I'm going to put it to you like this right now, and, and hear me out. Like Jerry Glanville said years ago, put, put that camera right here. <laughs> if Anthony Richardson does not start the season, there's a problem. Oh, yeah, he needs to start. Problem. He needs to start sometimes. I don't think he needs to start. Personally, I don't think trial by fire is good for this guy. Maybe I'm wrong. I I could be. I think he needs to sit. He needs to start out like Jalen Hurts did, where he had Carson Wentz in front of him, and you didn't have to worry about starting him out right away. The Colts, Gardner Minshew, I like Gardner Minshew. I do, but I like him as a backup. Yeah, he's not a guy. Starting quarterback. He is not your answer. He is not going to fix what's wrong there. The owner of that team is not very patient. And this coach again has the has the Jalen Hurts on the mind, so he wants to. Who turn doesn't? Guy that guy's phenomenal. How can you he not have a Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he has more tools than Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts was more accurate, more composed. All of those things coming out of more mature. Can those things be developed? It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> but let's go back to Carson Wentz, who, by the way, was just with the Colts not so long ago. They said the exact same things. He came in. He got a little more accurate. He got hurt. That accuracy, I guess, went along with the ace bandage that they peeled off. Uh, just kept going <laughs> along with it and just never returned. That's my worry with this guy is that you're going to rush him onto the field. And let's be real. With starting quarterbacks, more quarterbacks get broken by their franchise than ever are really busts coming out of college. Oh, without a doubt. That's yeah. yes, absolutely. More people are abused and broken by bad franchises and piss poor front offices and bad coaching that get them hurt, that get them put out of the league. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree so, wholeheartedly. Yeah, so that's my opinion there. I mean, they have some. He has some pretty decent weapons, but he had some pretty decent weapons of Florida too, and he was playing in the SEC and just it, it was a struggle sometimes to really get the accuracy and things where they needed him to be. But those legs can bail you out. If we and learn come anything from Lamar too. Jackson, is that it bought him a year or two for Lamar Jackson with being able to run whenever it, there was a play that he didn't feel like he could make, he found another way to, to get the first down. So the tools are there. Let's just see if he can put it together. Okay. If he can be like a, Cam, like a Cam Newton, though. I mean, he's built a lot like Cam. Maybe That's not what I'm all. saying. That yeah. He's built like him, and he's, he's, he's stocky, and he can run. So he could definitely rust, burn through some lines and, and burn through some blocks. I'm, well, I'm, the nice I'm, part on that one, since you right. made that comparison, the nice part on that one is that he has a coach that that is aware of what happened to Jalen Hurts, and he's not going to run this guy like they did Cam Newton right up the middle, right up the middle, right up the middle, yeah. right up the middle. You know, you don't turn your quarterback into a battering ram. You just don't do that. <laughs> and they what do you mean? That with Jalen Hurts pretty quick, 
and they started teaching him how to slide. Uh, a lot of people don't know. They sent Jalen Hurts to go practice with the Phillies to learn how to slide properly. Good for a lot them. of people don't know that. Yeah, Good but it was, it was nice because, you know, the two teams are really close. Uh, and that's what they need to do with Anthony Richardson, to be honest. They, they, need to, they need to get him some time and really develop him and teach him, dude, this is how you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. Okay, so my number two is not a player. It's a team. And it's the Houston Texans. Why? Big surprise, huge surprise. If anybody mocked the Houston Texans having second and third, you're lying. You are absolutely <laughs> lying. You need to go to confession. You're jealous. You to, to, You're jealous. So do whatever it is you need to do because you are lying. Okay? Um, look down because your pants are on fire. I'm just saying. Uh, this was a huge surprise by everybody. Now, I was watching the draft, and I was saying dead outright, and you can you can sit, you can can uh, back me up on this one because I sent you a text. Arizona will trade out of their pick. Oh, yeah. I've been absolutely. hearing Arizona was going to be trade was going to be trading out, and that's absolutely what they did. What I didn't expect was that it was going to be Houston. No kidding, that's that yeah. was crazy. They got their quarterback, and for everybody that was hearing, the CJ Stroud was going to drop. Remember, it's lying season. Draft season <laughs> is lying season. They're not going to no tell kidding. you anything that you need to know because they're going to lie to you left, left, right, and sideways to make sure that they get what it is that they want, and other people don't pay as much attention to somebody because now they believe there's a problem. Okay. My problem, look, both players are phenomenal players. Phenomenal players. CJ Stroud, if he wasn't the number one quarterback on this board, he was he was number two or he was one A. One of those two. I, I say one yeah, one B. There's one A and then one B to me. Like he was definitely yeah. a strong candidate for first. I would no one would have said anything about him going first if he did. Like Oh it's absolutely. Just, Absolutely. But that's also one of the reasons, and to backtrack for a second, one of the reasons that I kind of respect what, what Atlanta did. Because if Atlanta goes in with Desmond Ritter and it doesn't work out, the draft class for quarterbacks next year is far better than this year's class of quarterbacks. So they'll be in yeah. a better position to pick up to pick up Caleb Williams out of US, at a USC or one of the other good quarterbacks that's going to be coming up. But I digress. So, <laughs> Houston, my problem with this pick is they gave up quite a bit. They gave up quite a bit. And you're playing right now like a team that's two players away from winning a title. And you're not. You are not. You have what could be a very good quarterback. You have now what could be a good rushing end. And you have a phenomenal left tackle, which, again, Miami Dolphins, thank you so much. Laramie Tutsa, we love you, man. You rebuilt this franchise by leaving. We owe you a statue. Just saying. No, uh, no kidding, right? But Jeez. Houston gave up the number 12 pick. Obviously, that was part of the swap on those. They gave up a number 33 which is uh, the second pick in that this year was the second pick in the second round. They gave up a first next year and a third next year. And they got in addition to that first rounder, they got a fourth rounder, which they absolutely wasted. I'm not even going to go into that because it's not worth my time or yours. Okay, but, but weren't they stacked with picks, though, at this point? No. And that's why they were able to do it? I thought they were. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I read, I read something wrong. No, they, they have a good amount of picks. They have a good amount of picks, but it's not stacked. Next year... They have a bit more, but for a team that's been so bad for so long, you got to put those picks to use in other ways. You have to look, I, I could be wrong. This could work out. Maybe this is the piece that's missing to me. It screams. You have a rookie head coach that's been a defensive coordinator forever. And he's looking to build a def his defense with one phenomenal talent. And we've seen in NFL history that that doesn't really work. So just to confirm that they do have a first rounder still next year. Um, they yeah. dealt theirs and they kept the one from Cleveland. 
So they, to me, as long as you have one first rounder, I'm okay. Like when we gave up the, the got out of the first round this year, it hurts. It, it really did. It, it hurts to watch 31 teams pick and you, your team has nothing to go for in the first round, even though we had 51. So I'm not that upset about what they gave for what it is. Cause let think of it like this. Take away those two top, those two stars they just have. What do they have? Mm-hmm. They have given away the, the. They have Laramie Tunsil, but they have given away everything else that they've had from Watson to like draft. They gave away everything. I swear, Chris Gear, Chris Gear can call the Texans and say, "Hey, can I? I want to get your name. I'll take the name for the Texans. I'm moving to Miami. You guys can have. So he can he can sell them on it because they give they give them everything he asked for. It's they give crazy. Them anything. Yeah. Absolutely. So if that's our perception, what do you think players are thinking? The same exact thing. They don't want to go play. It's a joke. It's it's not it's not a place that a star player is going to go. Would Tyreek Hill go play with them regardless of amount of money? Hell no. Would Jalen Ramsey go over there and do this? No. These star players are going to where they believe they can win. Without a quarterback and without a, a, a defense and with all the things that they're trying to pick up right now, you're not going to attract those high free agents next, at the end of next year. They're not playing for I, – I, I know what you're saying, but they, I think they're playing a longer game than what you're thinking. It's not a one-year rebuild. This is probably a three-year rebuild. And after so they get through, if they have good picks, I think they can get there. So what you're saying is they're playing Detroit uh, Tiger fa- uh, front office. What I mean by that is the Tigers were absolute – the garbage bottom sellers. And how'd they get out of it? They started overpaying everybody. Yeah, they started overpaying everybody. They, hey, look, there's a ton of money here. You don't want to go play somewhere good. Come here, and they ended up collecting enough talent where they started to win. Is that what you're saying is going on? Well, I think that they had to get a quarterback to look sexy. Have to, have to. Yeah. With it, because regardless, if they don't have that, they're not gonna they're not gonna get anybody to come there. That's and that's the thing. Like they had to get him, and then they need the defense. Like it, they need a, a leader on the defense. They they have him for at least the next five years. It's I to me, it's a good chance. It's a good choice. Like I said, especially because they didn't. They they're still in the first round next year. That to me is the most important thing. They have a good chance of getting it if they aren't good. Yeah, the the they, the Cardinals look great because they get a real high pick. If Cleveland sucks though, which is probably good, they're still going to have a high pick. And that's the whole thing is that people are expecting Cleveland to rebound. It's the second year of every every season. year, every really year. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it happening. But there's a lot of people looking at it. And worse than the Dolphin fans they have that they could really pick it up. So we'll see. Cleveland fans, sit down. <laughs> okay, don't, don't stand up. Sit down. <laughs> uh, listen, I I I root for Cleveland every year because I like the, an underdog story. I would love to see them come and and get it done and go through. I really would. Since they have Watson, I'm not that guy anymore. Before, I just you you. It's hard to not root for a Baker Mayfield and and Cleveland trying to do something. I rooted for that. It was a good story, and it would have been a great like end. It just didn't happen because there's still the fuck there's still the Browns. I think we're a little different on that one because I like consistency, and I like to I like to kind of keep things where they are. And the Browns have really stunk. Let's keep them stinking. I mean, the mistake by the lake has to be a thing. You know, it, it, they are what they are. It makes me feel nice to look uh, at the standings to see Cleveland down at the bottom because this crazy world changes every day. I don't need my NFL changing along with me. <laughs> yeah, it changes. Anyways, so that was yeah, – it was good. I, I think it was a good, cho- it's a good choice. 
All right. My second choice, um, Mr. Tyree Wilson. Um, I think that this is such an amazing pick. We've talked about one during the during the draft. Yep. He fits the Raiders smash mouth football freak of nature, just amazing, amazing, amazing guy. He's that guy, and he's gonna be that guy for the Raiders. Like I was so like who they who did they trade away with um that went up to the Bears? What was his name? Sorry, I'm exhausted. Oh the uh, Mac, Khalil Mac. Yeah, Khalil Mac. Absolutely. I was heartbroken when they got rid of him because I was I loved watching him play the way that. Remember, we 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 grew up when the Raiders were like, I don't know, man. It, to me, it felt like they were grungy and dirty, like the streets of L.A. So then. Black attack. Yeah. Yeah, man. The guys running around with like the the the, the spikes and stuff, like the crazy. Uh-huh. Like they were like the biker gang of of the yes. NFL growing up, yes. and they played it and. To me, they always need hard-hitting linebackers, hard-hitting defense, and hard-hitting running backs. If you can play that kind of football at, with the Raiders, I think you can take over the world. Like they, you can yeah. take over Nazi Germany. Doesn't really matter. They can play it all. They can get it all done. Like I, if I was ever going to be a fan of any other team, it would have been the Raiders back in back in the eighties. Not because they were winners, but because of the the swag that they did. And Just I win, think. Baby. Yes, just yeah. win. And they have idiots for owners and all kinds of fun stuff going on out there. But I love I love I love the outside looking in of the Raiders. I'm I'm right really. there with you. Look, I, I can never <laughs> say anything bad about the Raiders. I can say that they suck, but there's a little warm spot there for the for the Raiders yeah. somewhere. For the same reasons that you just said. You know, it, <laughs> it's that cool franchise. It's like the the colors are, are, are cool. Yeah, they're they're kind of plain when you think about it. But there's just something about that franchise. And they had every guy that, you know, is going to stomp on somebody or do something just a little bit at the edge of the rules, but it all worked out. It all worked out. I mean, what other franchise? It's never happened. What other franchise has ever sued the NFL? The Raiders did. I mean, yeah. such a great story. And if you haven't read that story or listened to the story, um, NFL um, Films has a really good one they play on NFL Network. Um, it's a, with a 30 by 30 and it talks about Al Davis and all that stuff. Amazing, yeah. amazing, yeah. amazing show. Watch it, listen to it, whatever you got to do. But it's a, it's a, it, it's interesting. It'll really make you fall in love with the Raiders and what they did because they weren't just, they weren't lying down. I love that. No. Like it's no, just, it, it showed who they were. I like it. Yeah. yeah but Wilson fits, man. I compare the Raiders to kind of like the, the, which we were too young, obviously for that, but seeing the videos and everything when the ABA came around, yeah, it was like the rebels, you know what I mean? Like we're not going to play the same rules that, that the NBA does. We're going to kind of do our own thing and we're going to have fun doing it. That's kind of how I see the Raiders all the time, but yeah, yeah I mean, I... great draft pick for them. Great draft pick. I think it's a perfect fit. Hopefully McDaniels doesn't screw it all up, but I, I think it's a good fit. No matter who is coaching this guy, I just see him that solid that he's going to excel and he's going to do really well. And He's either going to do great there, or he's going to move on somewhere else. And he's going to be a stud for somebody else eventually. Well, they were 19th last year. Their, their defensive line, yeah, horrible. They needed to fix it, and this is a great pick. It's a great choice. Um, I, I don't know how they would go wrong with this, like well, this unless he gets great, hurt. It's also a great pick because you have Matt Crosby on the other side of the line, so you can only double team so many people. Like, yep. it's it's either going to come from the left or from the right, and what's going to happen is the people are going to shade over to Crosby because he is the the known commodity 
and it's basically going to push the quarterback right into his lap. And he's got the long arms to reach around those tackles oh, yeah. to get him too. Oh, so, yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what this kid does in the NFL. It's going to be special things. Like to me, I think he could have went even higher than he did. I mean, where did he oh, end yeah. up going? Uh, well, they had seventh. him pegged at one point. They had him pegged at one point as possibly the best player in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't say that. I don't doubt that at all. Like he's crazy. And if, I think if he ran at the combine, it might've been a little better, but, but the ankle injury, whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he yeah. didn't have to, I get it. I mean, seventh is still a good pick. I wish he'd have been in the top five for, for his financially. Um, but he is, he'll have a long career as long as he stays healthy. Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, what, what are the two most important things in football is to be able to throw the ball and to be able to get the, to the guy that throws the ball. So he'll get a massive contract somewhere down the road, whether it's in Vegas or somewhere else, we'll find out. But he'll get that contract, and he'll make up more than enough of that money that he lost. Hey, Dolphin execs, if you're listening, bring him in. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever, <laughs> man. Hey, you know, Tyreek Hill will be retired at that point, and uh, we'll have extra money to, to spend. So, you know, no flip kidding. it if you need to. Um, so my next one was one of the other picks uh, that I also – that I went on, and that was uh, – well, no, actually, I didn't. Um, no, you didn't. Cam Smith. Uh, for the Dolphins, you know, 305 uh, represents second-round pick. Should he have dropped that far? No. 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 God, no. Just, no. He should have dropped that far. And I'm going to tell you right now what caused him to drop that far, and it's the stupidest thing ever, but this is what teams do. This is what the draft is, and this is what the combine is. He weighs 185 pounds. Yep. And he's a physical corner. Yep. Okay, but – but don't don't believe the hype. Okay, this is the NFL. He's gonna have nutritionalists and food programs and weight rooms and all kinds of. Stuff. The dude doesn't have to worry about studying class anymore. Now his life and his his classroom is the NFL. So your job is to get bigger. Your job is to get stronger. Let's be real. He's six one. He's six one. He this is gonna be two twenty two twenty five probably when he's playing weights. Yeah. Easily. Absolutely. Easily. And the Dolphins got a steal. Why? Because you could put him anywhere on that field right now because you already have two established starters and you don't have to worry about it. And if it doesn't work out in the slot, if you decide to put him there, Kaden, uh, Kodu can go ahead and cover that. And you could just put him in garbage time or to cover or when you're going with three corners. Whatever it is, you could fit him in any, anywhere he wants to go. The beautiful part about this guy is he's an athletic freak first off. Yes, no he, doubt. He, did, he does everything well, but he is a hard nose tackling corner so hard nose of a tackler that they've considered putting him at safety before because he can hit that much maybe not hit as well as the guy you're going to cover in just a moment but he still can hit um i mean he ran a four four five in the combine his long jump was was over 11 was over 11 feet um you know the his broad jump was in the 99th percentile so you know the explosions there yeah. you know the explosions there the only thing – I mean, he tracks the ball like a wide receiver if you watch him. He tracks it like a wide receiver, but he still plays corner. It's not like this joke over that everybody thinks is such a great corner in, in Dallas that all he can do is catch interceptions, but then he gets burned eight times after that. But all of a sudden, he's a, he's a pro bowler. No. He's got Listen, superb – you know pro bowl is BS. You know that, well, right? Yeah, it is. It is because it's all it fans is. voting mostly. Yeah, if you were to look at like look at the PFF listings and and look at those as the, the top people, the numbers yeah. make it like great. I like the guy, perfect. He wasn't that that dominant. I'm sorry, but you're right. He got burnt 18 times after one interception. Like, yeah, it was stupid. Absolutely, 
I gotta be honest, I didn't like this pick when I heard the position they went until I heard the person that they got. Yeah. Um, because he shouldn't have dropped that low, but also he's there because how long? How much longer is Howard going to play? No, I mean we're really not sure. We don't know. Like he yeah. he was hurt before. Like he's mm-hmm. he hasn't played top of top of his game. He can learn from two amazing amazing players oh, yeah. over the next one or two, possibly three years. You can play him. You can put move him somewhere else. But he's going to learn from these guys that are Pro Bowls and Hall of Famers. Like, come on. Ramsey and Howard are both going to be Hall of Famers sooner or later. You know it's going to happen. They are both ridiculous, ridiculous quarterbacks. And to bring this guy and his talent into the team, let him learn from them and let him take over to carry us for the next 10 years in that secondary, I think he can do it. I think he can be that guy if he can stay healthy. I I love the pick. I really, really did once I heard it was. Yeah, I I have no doubt. I have no doubt he's gonna be he's gonna be healthy. I mean, he's just got to work on some technique. But you got Vic Fangio and his staff. That's almost a given. Because yeah, he gets a little grabby off the line because he likes to jam. He's very good at jamming. He can jam with two hands, one hand. He's got great hips, very fluid, can turn around, do anything you need him to do. But his technique is a little bit flawed sometimes. You know, his weight again. I don't see that as being a big issue. No, I think that they'll be fine. It's a great pick. Um, ultimately, like you said, you would have, we would have liked to have seen maybe a tight end because we need one, um, maybe uh, an, a a, another offensive lineman up there. Yeah. But this guy, when you look at who was on the board, was head and shoulders above those positions that we had for need. And you know what they say. If you're drafting for need, you're going to need a new job. If you're listening yeah. to the fans, you're going to end up sitting with them. So I feel like Chris Greer <laughs> made a great pick. True. And it's it's something that's going to – it's not going to bear fruit immediately, guys. Like, don't don't – look and think this guy's going to be hitting the Pro Bowl next year. But you're going to hear that name come up more often than not. And when it's time, we're going to be looking at him along with Ramsey or maybe somebody else and saying this is one of the top corner duos in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He's It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun way to, to watch him flourish and watch him do it. Um, you keep talking about the weight and whatever. Um, this is a true story. I, I went to, to high school with an NFL player. Um Mel Mitchell, he played for the Patriots. He played for the Saints um, back in, gosh, 2000, two, the early 2000s. Um, he was this skinny little kid, tall, but super, super skinny, whatever. Like, I was bigger than this guy. Um, yeah, when I saw him two years after he was in the in the NFL, he went from, like, 180 to 225, 230. And I, it, a lot of the, I saw him for the first time on TV in 2002, on ESPN and he's doing returns for uh, not returns, but uh, special teams for the Patriots. And he lit this guy up full, full run. And it was on, it was one of the hardest hits that weekend. So they played it on uh, sports center on Monday. I was in Korea. So I'm not worried about that. I know that when it, it comes down to it, they're going to get the nutritionist. They're going to get the weight. They're going to do all that. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with him. He's a good guy. Yeah. I'm in. I mean, we, we don't have far to go on the comparison. Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor was a rail coming out of Akron. And look at what oh, he yes. did. So we'll just leave that right there. So you've got your your next guy that you were going to cover. Yeah, man. Devin Witherspoon. So when we were oh. doing this, you, we were talking about it, and he was projected in the mid-teens, right? And you're like, that's crazy, Dave. You you just you talked about it like he's your he's your your horse, your wild horse. Like, and oh, yeah. to me, he 
I thought I was like, man, this guy is undervalued in the mid teens to twenties. Like he was looking at in all the all of those. I thought he, I figured he could be a lot better than that. And where he ended up going at? Where was he at? Let's see. I don't see how you don't remember because you texted me he's going right now, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know about that. And then he got picked. <laughs> man, it was like two weeks ago. Now it feels like. Where was he at? Yeah, there we go. Fifth, yeah, for Seattle. Yeah, man. What? He fits into Seattle. They need they they need that secondary. We've seen what they can do, what Pete Carroll could do with it, a, a crazy good a secondary. They can dominate the league if they can do that. And I think this kid is hard hitting enough, ball hawking enough. When he gets a little more disciplined and gets a little more mature, this guy is going to light the world on fire out there for them. And Dude, I'm telling you, this crazy. Guy, this guy screams Legion of Boom. Yes, screams Legion of Boom. Yes, if. If you look, and we, we told you guys before to check out his tape. We told you before the draft to check out his tape. If you haven't done it yet, check it out. Go look. And I know one of you, one of you, Vince, Vince, listen to me. You like those West Coast teams. I know you're paying attention to Seattle because you're a San Francisco fan. Watch Witherspoon's tape. I'm telling you right now, they need to change this dude's last name to Wither Sledgehammer or something <laughs> along those lines. Because he yeah. is quintessentially what they had in the Legion of Boom. And Pete Carroll knows it, and he's looking to rebuild that defense again. Yeah, well, he has to. Like Geno Smith isn't the answer. They're going to have a long-term answer. They're going to have to go quarterback. So get the defense back up to par, get them running, and get them developed. And when they yeah. do get that quarterback of the future, that can take them for the next 15, 20 years or whatever they look at, they, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be there. It's exactly like what they did when they had um, – What's his face too? I mean, and they won all that. They won everything. Yeah, right? and they had Wilson. Uh huh. Wilson, yeah. That defense carried him. That defense carried him for half of the time he was there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to throw a little curveball out there because you and I didn't talk about this one, but nope. I'm going to show my Homer side. You know, other than the fact that I'm wearing a throwback Panthers jersey, home and away at the same time, because the Panthers knocked off the number one team in the history of hockey as far oh, as yeah. it comes to scoring points. And remember. That we said it here, okay? They're going to beat the Maple Leafs also, and they're going to move on to the next round. The team is inspired. We know that they won the President's Cup last year. We know there's a President's Cup tr uh, curse. So, you know, call it what you may. But I'm going to go back to being a homer here, and I'm going to cover the Dolphins' second pick. Why? Because I feel like it's a really undervalued pick that is perfect for what it is that they got. So the Dolphins, on their second pick, Man, oh, man, I can't wait to see this on the field. I really can't. They go Devin A-Chain, okay? You can call him A-Train. You can call him whatever you want. Yes, he's a smaller running back, but there's a lot of history behind this. If you've seen him play, Texas A&M is in the SEC. He put up numbers against Alabama. He put up numbers against LSU. He put up numbers against anybody that he went up against, and the guy is legit. He's only going to get bigger being in the NFL. You're looking at another Raheem Mostert with better vision. That's what you're looking at right now. So this guy could be very special. Keep in mind, there's things that a lot of people don't know about this guy. One of them is that he was a track star in high school. In high school, he ran an indoor track time, which is the second fastest 200 on record in high school sports. Okay? This guy runs so fast. Though what I believe is going to end up happening is that when the Dolphins get the offensive line sorted out, the way the, the way that this offense is constructed, 
fans and defenders are going to be seeing one thing, and that's the back of this guy's jersey. So you're going to know his name. You're going to know his name because he's an How absolute. How much speed do these guys get? Yeah. Like, think of the speed that we got on his team right now. Yes. And speed yes. kills. I'm sorry, but you if if we can burn through past, like, you're not going to keep up. Like, look at Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah. you, you got to stay in front of him, and you can't. You have to double team him and triple. They have three, four people on offense that can run that fast well on the field at any given time. Well, I'm going to put it to you like this. Very simple. Insane. Very simple. Between Hill, Waddle, Mostert, and now A-Chain, you've got four guys that have been that have been clocked at 23 miles an hour plus <laughs> running on the field. I don't know what you're going to do with that, but the reason I love this is because it's quintessentially a Mike McDaniel offense pick. Yep. This guy, can, he can hit the hole. He's got some power, even though he's, he's kind of on the small side. But he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's got smooth hands. So good luck, good luck, good luck, especially if they start lining up those two receivers with both of those running backs back there. Huh, oh. Forget about it. You're going to be able to go left, right, in between, wherever it is you want, and just throw the ball all over the field. We may not need a tight end. Just throw another offensive lineman out there and let him block as tight end. Because we got yeah. so much speed that the tight end is just going to slow things down. Yeah, I, I love the pick. I think it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch when he gets out there. I think that they're going to design some plays around him and Mostert out there two together to to spread the offense with Waddle and like I, I can I'm thinking about the plays that I would run with these these four on the same field. Like looking at Madden, like thinking about the like, man, oh, yeah. be so much fun, so much yeah. fun. I, and then Tua can run too, and then Tua is that accurate and the quick release. Like, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun season. Um, I'm a little upset. I don't know what's going to happen with my uh, Directv. Uh, well, I know it's, it's not going to be Directv Sunday Ticket this next season, so I got to no. figure out how to watch the game. It's going to be YouTube. Yeah, I, YouTube I don't TV know. has it, and they're offering huge discounts. By the way, what's huge though? A hundred dollars less for the season. That's so they charge you five hundred dollars now to be four hundred dollars? Like they're no. insane. I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be two fifty instead of three fifty. No. I'll look into it. I yeah. just I don't know. Yeah, the, the deal I think runs for another month if I'm right. I'll look into it. You know, I gotta I gotta I gotta watch the team this next season. There's too much going on and with two if he oh, can maintain man. being healthy. Way too much going on. Um I heard whispers because we know what's going on in Miami right now. F one is is at hard rock right now, they're racing. I heard that some of those drivers are jealous of the speed in the Dolphins' offense. I'm just saying that may be, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know, pure conjecture, pure conjecture, absolutely. Hey, Ferrari likes speed. I mean, you know, it's possible. My brother, my brother was there yesterday. You know, so absolutely. I'll just I'll have to get Jose on the line and be like, hey, is what I'm saying the truth? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, man, so, I'm glad we got this on uh, on recording. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, guys, we apologize. We had to miss last week. Uh, some issues going on, things along those lines. You know, I'm oh, you can tell them. I blew up. Uh, I blew up an espresso maker and it burned my whole left hand and my left arm. Um, See, it's healed up nicely. Oh, I don't care. Listen, it, I burned me from here all the way up to about here. Um, not second, first degree burns, but it was bad, and I was not able to after painkillers and everything. I was not able to. Uh, to be straight and think straight over here, so I already have a hard enough time. You guys can hear me. I can't remember anything. So, well, you know that is Dolph. I mean, you know, I'm old. What do you want? What do you want from me? But uh, <laughs> touch of base real quick. Miami Heat right now is winning, of course, in Miami Heat New York fashion. 
uh, technical fouls were just thrown all over the place for a shoving match oh, on the court. Goodness. But nobody got ejected from what I understand because I'm seeing it come up right now. And the heat is up 97-84. Go heat. 305, baby. All Bruh. our teams are going to be taking it. Absolutely. All, all right, right guys. So that's another show. Thank you so much for joining us again. Hit subscribe. Hit like. Show us some support. Show us a little bit of love. We love you guys. We do this show for you. So again, like I said before, hit us on the on the Instagram page. Put some comments on the YouTube videos if you want. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, we've got a lot of ideas for shows coming up. If there's anything you want to see, let us know. But again, this was Game Face with MJ and Dolph, and we'll check you guys out next time. That's the show today. What are you waiting for? Like and subscribe below, and we'll see you next time.